Hello, and welcome to the second ever of the Altcom Casts. Uh, as ever, these are the podcasts from the Alternative Comedy Cabinet Night, held here at the Riverside in Sheffield. Um, this was recorded on a day when it was very sunny, and there weren't as many people in, and I think everyone was a bit tired. I certainly was, and it, it shows, perhaps. Uh, anyway, Altcom Cab is sponsored by Danoff Vodka. Mm-mm, love me that Danoff loving. Uh, the two acts we have on tonight are Jack Evans. Jack Evans runs the Quip- Quipopotamus Night at the Fuel Cafe Bar in Withington in Manchester. That's the fourth Sunday of every month. It's a free entry uh, comedy night. And he'll be at the Fringe doing Tiny Poseidon's Erotic Meat Trifle at Rush, uh, quarter past four to quarter past five from August the 3rd to the 15th. That's at the Fringe. And also we have David Stanier who, um, well, if you like him, look him up on Twitter, David Stanier, or YouTube David A. Stanier, or just search his name to YouTube and uh, take a look at his videos. Okay, brilliant. Enjoy the night. Hiya. (laughs) Right, he does that. That's what, you'll see a bit more of that later. And they're they're just sort of regulars and people I know. And you're the only proper audience members. Which means, depending on how you look at it, you're going to have a cracking... Or an awful night. <laughs> I really think you should aim for the... We're sponsored by Danoff Vodka. I mean, you might not approve of that. I don't know. I make assumptions about people with dreadlocks. Being... No, just that they're non-corporate. Right? Are you non-corporate? That's getting loads. Can you turn the bass down? <laughs> Look, I didn't set up the... Audio. <laughs> right, look, I'll tell her. Right, look, I'll dr- <laughs> I, was, uh, I was running for office the other day and I was really worried that uh, people would do um, a background check on me. Uh, I wouldn't get it because uh, in university I uh, had a bet to see if I could smoke cannabis in every kind of weather and I smoked it in snow and I smoked it in rain but I thought it would be fine because I didn't inhale. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I've had a really long week. I've been visiting family. I've been visiting my family down in Birmingham, and I I thought I'd do a bunch of gigs down while I was down in Birmingham, and all of them got cancelled. I did this one, right? You know the Roadhouse open mic in Birmingham. Right, I gig further than any of them, which is why I'm a really good promoter. Right, because I canvas really far. And my mom saw me do stand up for the first time and heckled me. <laughs> Not in one of those, oh, your shit, get off. But she was one of these people, it turns out, that just thinks, oh, I'll just join in. And I had to shut her down. <laughs> but I didn't want to do it, but I had to do it because the promoter has links to Birmingham Comedy Festival, so I had to really do well that night. <laughs> and if it meant shutting down my own mom, I just wanted to join in. <laughs> I know. I don't interrupt with you when you're down at the docks with sailors. <laughs> I didn't say that. That wouldn't have been doing well. <laughs> Look at the reaction he got here. Um, who celebrated 420? Yeah, yeah good. that was just for you guys. I'm trying to... Now, I really like... 420 is really good, but I don't like how corporate it's become now. It's just another excuse to send cards... 420 cards and the 420 rings as well and the 420 action figures 
There's nothing movable in it. He doesn't seem to want to move. If you try to move any of his limbs, he goes, leave me alone. Let's just chill out. (laughs) Um, But I was in in Sheffield City Centre on 420, and it was Morris. It was like an early May Day thing that they'd organised. Did it with anyone in Sheffield City Centre on the... On, f- on the 20th of the fourth month in the year. Well, there's loads of Morris Day, Morris Day, May Day celebration going, loads of Morris dancers. And the fact that it had fallen on 420, it could have been accidental, could have been on purpose, but there were a lot of people who didn't look like they were into the folk scene, staring at these people with colourful sticks, just going... It's <laughs> 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 Is this real? I thought that was funny, so I wrote it down. Um, did you know where it's a one? This is just an interesting fact. Did you know where it's a wonderful life comes from? Where it got the film "It's a Wonderful Life"? Anyone? Anyone? It's a bass song, right? Yeah, yeah. You listened to that and went, "I'll have that." <laughs> um, it was a greetings card. He was an out-of-work author. And he wrote this massive, like, 27-page card to all his family and friends. This really long, hefty card, which I'm sure most of them really resented, apart from one person. Hang on, this could be, this could be a film, couldn't it? I need a film, and it's come through. And they made a film out of a card. And I think, you know, that's where all those card films have come from. <laughs> You know, when the producers, they see all one, like they're doing with Marvel now. Back then it was, do you remember that old black and white film about that man who has a really happy birthday? (laughs) And there's no narrative at all. Remember that? And it's a whole block of them. Someone has a really happy christening. There's no narrative. It's just everyone having a really nice time. (laughs) The Night is sponsored by Dan Ofodka. And what's happened, right, is we're turning the nights into podcasts, and this is the first one. And so I'm not saying, oh, just laugh on the basis of that alone. But if you were to do that, wouldn't that really make you a really kind person? (laughs) And deep down, that's what we all want to be. When we go home and go, what did I do today? And you think, I went out, not for selfish entertainment, I went out and was kind. Right, I Joe. Joe's been kind. Imagine how kind you'd have to be now to be as kind as Joe. Quite kind, but not too kind. Not beyond the. It's the man from three. Is this the man from three? Hello. Is this a representative? <laughs> Is this three? Is this my network service provider? Yes, it is. I don't, I don't want to change my package. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I've got people over. <laughs> yeah? All right, carry on, bye. Okay, thanks. <laughs> Every day for two weeks. <laughs> that was good. I, was, I enjoyed early when I scripted that bit. 
Um, right, listen, I'm just going to chat to you guys. Right. I really hope there's some really interesting thing that you've got. I mean, that's a really morbid shirt. Is that because you like death? Have you got sort of an abstracted interest in death? Such that if someone was to die now, you wouldn't rush over, but you would have a little peek out the corner of your eye. Yeah, because if you wouldn't come across as more because if someone was to like, keel over in this room, I'd have to like account for it and riff on it. <laughs> <laughs> so I'd look really bad. And if it was going a bit, mm, I'll take that in to think about. Because it's difficult, isn't it, that we're all going to die? No, it is. You know, when you're at home and you really think, God, me and everyone I know is going to die. What's the point? Is that what, is that why you wore that? (laughs) Sure. All right. It's just that it's facing me that's putting me off. Could you reverse it? (laughs) You know, when you put your arms in, twist it. Do you know what I mean? Do you know what I mean, though? Because you don't have to take it off. You can put your arms in and you can twist it around. But then you've got the tag on your... But, I mean, really, what's a better reminder of death? That. Or a little tag here right against your jugular going, if anything would happen to that, that's you. That's... Like I had this, oh, like I had this biting satire. Well, talk about, you know, those wolves that went into that American school and they bit everyone on the leg. Do you remember that? Do you remember the wolves that came? Remember, it was all over the news when the wolves came in on CNN or whatever. And then the everyone was like, "Well, come on, well, should we not have wolves everywhere now?" And the American Wolf Association said, "Well." Hang on, wolves aren't deadly unless they're provoked. It's people that provoke the wolves. What we need is to have wolves are territorial, so wolves won't go where wolves already are. So we should put wolves in the school, <laughs> and then wolves won't go into the school. Put wolves in the school. <laughs> Bit everyone, didn't they? Started the lesson, wolf, wolf got agitated. <laughs> what do you do? You're talking to some kids, maths, and there's a wolf there. The wolf gets a bit of chalk, just doesn't know what's going on, starts biting everyone. What do you do, you teacher? No more wolves are gone in the school. Because there's. Wolves are dangerous. Look, wolves aren't dangerous in of themselves, right? Do you know how wolves sort of are dangerous so you wouldn't put them near a kid? (laughs) Guns. (laughs) Improvised most of that. What I'd written down in my hand was... Wolves! (laughs) Um, So, it's quite... A lot of people say, do you get nervous being a stand-up? And when I was 18, I met my biological father for the first time 
And what I realised walking out of Charleroi Airport in the south of Brussels was that here's a condition which is known as optic horizontal nystagmus, which means when he is stressed, when he is nervous, and sometimes just randomly, the nerves at the back of his eyes will cause him to twitch, and he will twitch his eyes left to right, left to right, and he can't help it, and he's just, he doesn't even notice that he's doing it. But what he does do is he accommodates his head so that he can read things. And obviously he was meeting his son. And so I, this is true, I left the airport to look, find a man who looked just like me and he was standing in the airport just doing this. <laughs> and after that experience, I just don't give a shit. <laughs> Talk about wolves as long as I like. Just call it alternative comedy, and then it's semi-marketable. Found a clothes hanger. Why did the woman cross the road? What's it to you, Leave her alone. <laughs> that one's one I'm going to do, like in one of those pub gigs to burly men, and I'll see. It will seem like I'm getting them on board, and then I'll subtly criticise their way of viewing other people. <laughs> it's really difficult to talk about sexism and gender. Because you've got to go really sharply one way or the other. One and one is them being sexist, and that's not really acceptable. And the other way is to subtly examine the way that we perceive other people and think about them as individuals. And that takes about three minutes of setup before one joke that the liberals will laugh at a bit. Because <laughs> they'll get it and they'll show their acknowledgement. But really, it's too long to be a proper, a proper joke. But in college, we were told that. If you're walking the same way as a woman, from what you expect might be like more than two minutes, you should cross over the road and maybe go somewhere else. <laughs> and so from your age, I was with loads of people that were saying, well, that's just fucking stupid. And I was going to go, well, no, I do understand trying to really stand against sexual harassment, but I think it's a bit much to go, that woman might think you're going to rape her, so just literally change your plans for the evening. <laughs> Sorry, I can't come. Oh, is there a woman walking the same way? Yeah. She's coming to my party, I know, but I don't know her that well. <laughs> I'm going to go home. All right, I'm going to tell you two a joke. And if it goes really well, I'll just... I don't choose the first act, but the longer I take, less likely that. What's the difference between nostalgia and guilt? Whether you did anything wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the stage. Right, last act of this section. Slap your fins together for the phantasmagorical Jack Evans. <laughs> The legacy of the Harold Wilson government of the 70s. That's right, the shit Harold Wilson government! <laughs> <laughs> well, um, this, I like to think this thing is uh, like a sort of chairlift for mice. <laughs> now that sounds like a nice thing, right? But I think they live up there and they get in it and then they go down there into the mine. <laughs> the cheese mine. They have to mine the cheese. Now you're thinking, 
Well, Jack, it looks all disused. Well, to you I say, Thatcher might be dead, but her legacy lives on. <laughs> Listen to their screams. <laughs> <laughs> they have migrated to the service sector in the south. <laughs> nipple, nipple, nipple. I'm a double eight Smith's mice bringing me Harry Potter with the adult cover. Thanks, mouse. Oh, it's killed you because it's heavy. <laughs> yeah, I'm, uh, I never drink when I gig. One pint, but I haven't drunk for two months. Uh, or eating. <laughs> Only today with the eating. Uh, it's not... Sort of, I rely on my brain going like, here's things to say. <laughs> And what that one pint has done has dramatically slowed that thing that my entire act hinges upon. <laughs> like your fringe. It's good. You've got, in a way, and don't take this in a wrong way, the eyes, very attractive eyes, of, of Adolf Eichmann, the Nazi bureaucrat. <laughs> in a good way. In a, he's, a, he's quite an... A, Attract and femininely eyed man. But I'm confused as to why. Are you like a descendant of Eichmann? Because I know he survived and went to Argentina, but then the Israelis got him in like the 60s and then like fucking put him on trial for human rights abuses. And then I think they like hanged him. Which well, I always think should be hung. It's hanged. But that, yeah. So, unless you're like a Mossad cyborg, <laughs> you know, whip out a little Palestinian baby and eat it like falafel. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't do that. I wouldn't advocate it. <laughs> balloon! What have you been doing today? Can't talk, it's a fucking balloon. Don't know why you looked at it. <laughs> Your drink's finished. Do you want me to fill up? I've got fucking magic. <laughs> Hold it up, motherfucker. <laughs> Have a bit. <laughs> fucking empty, dick. <laughs> oh, is a balloon going to say something? No, it's a balloon. <laughs> oh, is it invisible? No. <laughs> Reality check, motherfucker. <laughs> Facts. It's what Jack brings. I can see in your eyes, I can see you thinking, well, Jack, have you been having some problems with women? Yes. <laughs> because a number of reasons, beard. <laughs> look, it doesn't look like I'd have problems. Right? Now you're thinking, Jack, surely you've got the sexual magnetism of like a debonair silverback. Yes, that's true. But I've been having problems because my sexcapades tend not, by choice, tend to lead me to Hungarian sex demons, right? I know what you're thinking, madam. Do you mean kick? No, that's a type of canoe. You can't have sex with a canoe, nor are they an erotic demon. I'm talking about Urdu. Also known as Urduk. But I'm using Urduk. <laughs> now, Urduk, as you know, sir, hatches from the egg of a black hen. Uh, and he tends to hide in your pocket. Now, he likes pockets, and he can get in your house through your keyhole. 
And what Urdug does is he, uh, when he finds you asleep, uh, he uh, changes into, he manifests as one of your dead relatives and then rapes you. <laughs> and then uh, he makes, and then it specifically says in the things I've read that he, uh, it says he rapes you, it manifests as a dead relative, literally the next sentence, and then he makes a mess of your abode. <laughs> Story didn't peak with the rape by a dead relative. That wasn't the worst thing. Oh, fucking hell, who's put all the flannels out the drawer? <laughs> Burdu! <laughs> Ow, my bum! Burdu! <laughs> Burdu. I was looking at, someone mentioned a dolphin before, and I was looking at the erotic demons, and uh, one of them, a Brazilian erotic demon, is a half dolphin. And he, he, manif- he can turn human, but not fully. He's not as good as Urduk. Right? And he, he's still got his blowhole, so he has to wear a hat. And he also rapes. No mention of mess, though. From the Brazilian sex demon. Yeah, so I was hanging out with Urduk. And I didn't know it was Urduk, because I'd be like, whoa, fucking, are you going to write me as my granddad? And then I ruined my kitchen. <laughs> Fuck off, Urduk. Uh, but she was all like, oh, hello, Jack, can I cut silver back? Can I touch your ankle? And I was like, yeah, oh, yeah, she touched it. And then she was sick everywhere. That's how I defeated Urduk. <laughs> Good. Um, <laughs> uh, so it wasn't an end to that bit. It was, I was like... It wasn't even... I wrote Snake Pass on my hand because we came here through Snake Pass and I thought, there must be something on that. I've yet to think of something. <laughs> I think pass, you know, wordplay. Oh, you could use pass as like a way to get into something. Can I get in, please? Have you got a snake? Yes. Welcome. <laughs> Where shall I put my snake? The snake box. <laughs> Oh, is it free? Nah, it's a quid. Fuck that. Put it in my pocket. <laughs> Urdug's in there, fight. <laughs> fight, and then, but like, Urdug's in there, turns into an older dead snake. Starts... <laughs> so... <laughs> Starts trying to fuck the snake, but he's like, where's your fucking snake? Do what? Why, where is the hole in this? I don't know, because he's manifest as a snake as well, so I don't know what he's doing that. I presume this is his mouth. And then I don't know what he's looking at it with. Weird. <laughs> Anatomy. Good. Um, what else? Oh, I must have something. John's done that. There was some tape, which I mentioned, and John nicked. <laughs> <laughs> kids I've got seeds of my own. That makes sense, but I'm not going to explain it to those who don't already understand. I'd say, uh, this will now clarify the previous point, this is the Option 3 Politics and Society of Ancient Sparta um, AS exam paper from 20. Uh, so what we've got, um, yes, where else is going? Um, got an extract of Herodotus. Um, oh, it's the good bits, the uh, Battle of Thermopylae. Yeah. 300, maybe. Yeah, if you were fucking in great. Uh, there was a bit of struggle over the body of Leonidas, King of Sparta. Uh, one King of Sparta, Sparta is actually a dual monarchy. So, not clear in the film. 
Four times the Greeks drove the enemy off, and at last, by their valour, rescued it. For a bit, they eventually lose. So it went on. Story time, though, isn't it? Narrative. <laughs> Historiography hadn't developed when Herodotus was writing. Because in many ways, he's the father of history. Yeah, fucking shut up. So it went on until the troops with Ephialtes, that's the one who's all fucking weird in the film, he's got like a face on his neck, <laughs> were close at hand. And then, when the Greeks knew that they had, Greece didn't exist as a concept then, don't know what's gone on in the, tra- the translation here, mm-hmm. Hellenic peoples, but I don't know, knew that they had come. The character of the fighting changed this, I've, I'm hoping something will come in while I'm reading this. There's <laughs> no guarantee. They withdrew again. I was thinking, you know Chinook helicopters? <laughs> thinking um, like I get quite annoyed when people drive around where I live in like sort of like a Vauxhall Vector with like neons and like bass like fucking army but if that was a Chinook helicopter amazing <laughs> just flying low playing fucking DMX lasers <laughs> fucking mint flying imagine if that flying over Vietnam not dropping bombs just dropping beats <laughs> <laughs> fucking amazing some little North Vietnamese guys get well into it. Start doing the Viet Cong girl, <laughs> which is like, uh, this is all right. I did like, there were jokes in that. I made it up. Yeah. Fucking weird. It's just so weird. It always, when I do jokes though, it never gets a laugh. It gets like a ha ha. But then if I say just something weird or a fact, more, gets more. <laughs> like they withdrew again into the narrow neck of the pass. They'd previously been fighting in the pass because it created a bottleneck. Tactical advantage. And took up position as a single compact body. What I've done there is I've highlighted single compact body because in question one is what does this passage tell us about the Spartan attitude to war? The fact that they fought in a single compact body demonstrates their commitment to collectivism. Yeah, that'd be your first paragraph. Point evidence explain. <laughs> All except the Thebans. Thebans, Thebes, sacker cunts, right? They, uh, they basically, all the Greeks were like, fucking, right, all the Persians, dickbags. We need to stop them because they are ethnically different. <laughs> um, and we in, like enslaving them because of their foreign nature. And the Persians were like, no, we're going to enslave you, but let you keep your entire political system and just give you lots of gold. That sounds awful. <laughs> um, so, but the Thebans were like, uh, yeah, what? So we get to keep all our political system and have gold. And the Persians were like, yes, that's what we're saying. You, well, yes, we'll have that, please. And then the rest of the Greeks were like, you're dirty fucking traitors. They're not. They're smart. <laughs> but it's still a bag of cunts in the way. The way Herodotus writes it, but he's a fucking dick. In many ways, he's postmodern before modern even exists. So, narrative tangents. Uh, on this, there's another two thirds of this. On the little hill, I'll stop when this is finished if nothing goes to you. What's the worst thing you've trodden on? You. Not Eichmann. I realise this has gone off the rails a bit. Unlike your trains. <laughs> Fucking clockwork. Sorry. 300,000 gypsies. You never hear about the gypsies. Go on. <laughs> What's the worst thing you've trod on? Poo. In a pool. In a pool? Yeah. Whoa. You don't walk. What? Were you swimming? Because I'm in tread. Not like, you know, swimming to. Oh, there's, there's children walking and. Is that the children, man? Supporting them. So, so walking. 
Yeah. And the child is on your hands. And, um, they're tiny. <laughs> <laughs> You've just mind walking. <laughs> situation is this taking place? I am stood in a pool. I am walking You are stood in liquid. Yes. <laughs> and you're touching the floor. Yes. Shallow pool. Yes. Shallow enough to touch the floor. Fucking good. Right. Good. <laughs> this is getting clearer. This is the water level. This is where, where am I above boob or below boob? Missile weapons. And then my students are like, Who you? Well, a fucking missile. Like, made by Halliburton or something. Like, fucking coming at him. A cluster bomb or something. It's like, no, arrows. <laughs> of all the Spartans and Thespians who fought so valiantly, the most signal, I'm just going to use this, the most signal proof of courage was given by the Spartan Dionysus. Fucking strap in, right? It's not, not for laughs. For where this is going. This is the best bit of Herodotus you'll ever fucking chew your mind on. <clears throat> right, fucking yes, here we go. Right. So it is said that before the battle, Dionysus is a fucking bad motherfucker. Do you teach children? Or do you just whip them? You used to. Okay, what happened? Did one of them drown? <laughs> I told you to teach them to walk! Why were you in a swimming pool? <laughs> Did you just get sick of it and just hold it down a bit? <laughs> it's just a game, it's just a game! Just, just, or just, you do it just to the point where they might die and then bring them up just so you could feel the power? <laughs> We've all fucking done it. <laughs> yeah? <laughs> not going to tell you that too much. <laughs> It is said that before the battle, he was told by a native of Tarshish that when the Persians shot their arrows, there would be so many of them that they hid 
the sun. Badass. <laughs> Dionysus, however, quite unmoved by the thought of the strength of the Persian army, merely remarked, This is pleasant news. <laughs> the stranger from Tarsus brings us. If the Persians hide the sun, we shall have our battle into shade. <laughs> you cunt. You fucking cunt. Can I kiss you? <laughs> Give us your love then. That's no thorns, it's ancient. Ancient grace is no thorns. Well, how do you understand I meant phone number? I just said number. <laughs> <laughs> I could have meant number of your house. I could have meant number of your, your designation as a soldier if you'd like a slave or something. Oh, I've given up the game here, haven't I? <laughs> <laughs> uh, much time traveller. All right, what? So you travel through time? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So presumably you know the Battle of Thermopylae ends in disaster? Yeah. Right, why are you with us? <laughs> uh, oh. Can you, can you, are you able to teleport out of here? No. No, I'm not. Oh, shit. Right. Okay, now, as was clear from my statement before, I'm a fucking rehab bastard. Right. So each person's going to come. I'll do my best to defend you. Yeah? Wait, whoa, 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 pal. Whoa. I'm a time traveller. How do you know the Battle of Thermopylae is doomed? That's a very good question. <laughs> uh, I, I haven't got an explanation for it. At least not a funny one. <laughs> On the basis of this passage... Worse thing to stand on than poo. Fair can't be trapped. <laughs> yeah. Landmine. The previously undiscovered corpse of your mother. <laughs> but that last one, that's like an emotional pain. So, <laughs> so I don't know about you, but my mum's quite soft. Unless your mum your mum might have a tusk. <laughs> Find a oh, tuskless. If it was tusk, it'd be much like a Vietcon booby trap. Mum! <laughs> Ow! <laughs> Ow! Vietcon! <laughs> your mum's in the Vietcon, is she? Because they, they won already, she doesn't need to, she can show it. Um, good. A uh, few times I got quite a big laugh, or I could have left the stage. <laughs> <laughs> Should leave now, uh, but need time to move this mic. Gonna do that. Gonna go for the lift instead of the weird drag, uh, which I'm widely favoured. <laughs> Might not pay off. Good, a, a bit of clapping. Good. Uh, I might think of something else. So that's the wrong way. Nope. No, no, it's getting worse. It's getting uh, significantly more awkward. Broccoli. Why does broccoli grow? Does it look like cauliflower at any stage? Because obviously, you look depressed. <laughs> Are you all right? <laughs> Have I done it? I'm sorry. I do it a lot. My mum just stares. <laughs> she just stares. She's like, 
Jack, I used to sister, she used to be so happy and she used to be the one I always talked to. It's like, yeah, but she's a Mormon now, mum. She hates gays <laughs> and all that. And now I could talk to you. Fucking you can't, mum. <laughs> Don't get it. The garden looks all right, yeah. <laughs> Jack Evans. Ladies and gentlemen, it is time for the second half. How are we all? How's, how are you, Lawrence? Explaining what's in the new now, then. I'm sorry. All right, should we keep going? Gigs cancelled. Should we keep going? Brilliant. Let's introduce our next act for the night. Hands together for David Stanier. Hiya. Hello. You all right? Yeah. Let's go wild a bit. <laughs> That's really long. I'm going to slide down out if there's a fire. <laughs> or, or if I'm Batman. He had a pull. Um... <laughs> Hello, uh, my name's David. Somebody said to me recently, David, there's always two steps forward and one step back with you. I said, thank you for noticing my funky walk. <laughs> that was precarious. Uh, my name's David as well. If you take that second D, you make it a capital, and the first D, you turn it around to the face of the way. Looks like my name's got ears. <laughs> uh, it's nice to be in Sheffield. Uh, I'm from a little place called Prison. So it's nice to be anywhere. <laughs> um, do you remember school? Do you? School. For me, at school, I always think about how they put a lot of focus on learning north, east, south, west. Like, gave us a lot of rhymes about it. Like, uh, naughty elephant squirt water. is me who told me to do the squirting. <laughs> the way I got taught, though, was never eat shredded wheat. Yeah? I never do eat shredded wheat. <laughs> and for pizza! <laughs> Thanks, Italy, for pizza. <laughs> now you say thank you for gravy. At <laughs> um, school as well, like in PE, they used to always make me gallop. Do you remember the motion of galloping? Where you've got the legs of a horse, but you're riding a horse. <laughs> am I the horse? Am I riding a horse? Am I a horse riding a horse? Who am I? <laughs> I'm David. <laughs> I don't like ghosts, scary dicks. Uh, can never understand what they're saying either. They're like, aboo, aboo. It's because they're speaking a dead language. <laughs> that is definitely a joke. Ha 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 ha. What do dead people eat on a Sunday? A ghost dinner with monster mashed potatoes and R.I.P.s, gravy, beef. <laughs> uh, oh, I've got a saucy joke for you. It's a little bit saucy. Um, do you ever like walk around naked and then you forget and then you open the curtains and there's some people there? I ruined that school play. Joke! <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear about the skier who was in a bit of trouble? He was on a slippery slope. 
Joke! Omelettes. Are omelettes healthy or not? I can't work it out. Like, my friend says, you put cheese in an omelette. You don't have to put cheese in an omelette, you big mouse. Stripped in my sleeves. What's the point of waterproof watches? I can't read this. Brown bread is already the colour of toast. I live with a cat. Uh, he's all right, but uh, cats don't laugh. How do I know? If, how, how do I know if he's enjoying this tickle? <laughs> um, I had a dream about the cat as well recently. Like that, um, I was trying to get something out of his mouth. Like I think it was a pound coin or something. And then, when, and like when I got it out, all his teeth fell out, and he just looked at me, looked up at me like this. <laughs> but uh, dreams about losing your teeth are supposed to like represent like fear of losing your wealth and your commodities. So I think I'm just worried about all these millions of cat dollars. <laughs> He's a rich cat. Uh, <laughs> submarines. Submarines only have a top speed of 35 to 40 miles per hour. Hey, the Navy, never heard of a speedboat? Oh, please! <laughs> <laughs> I should explain, uh, oh, please, is my sassy new catchphrase. No, sorry, sorry, what was your name? Legs, you idiots. <laughs> you are just a head and a neck. I like to hear you singing head, shoulders, knees, and toes. Heads, necks, heads, necks, and heads, and necks, and heads, and necks, heads, necks, heads, necks. <laughs> but when they sing it, it's more hissy. <laughs> hey, snake, high five. Oh, please! <laughs> Uh, I also don't like, um, you know, in public toilets, sometimes the, the toilets are made by armored shanks. Because I don't like that, because that just makes me think, armored shanks, armored shanks, coming to get you, it's armored shanks, armored shanks, armored shanks, get down the toilet. <laughs> so that's why I hold it in. Uh, I don't like the Sea Life Center, I find it kind of dull. Like, uh, you see the sharks from within a tube. That's kind of exciting, but you can do it in 45 minutes. Because like, to me, once you've seen our fish, you've seen the fish. Uh, they all look the same to me. You might be, think- might be thinking, they all look the same to you. Sounds a bit racist. I'm saying if everything's the same, it's dull. A message racist ought to learn. Plus fish smell and they, and they have a different god to me. So send them home! <laughs> <laughs> to the sea! <laughs> um, come out and say a lot of stuff I don't like. Uh, I also don't like uh, poison, injustice, Halfords or Satan. Um, I'll tell you some stuff I do like. Um, I like this. Put your fingers on your eyes. They're dead warm. <laughs> Grill. Who needs jumpers? <laughs> um, I like the Thunderbirds. You know the puppets that save the world? Thunderbirds are go. Although I do think it should be. The Thunderbirds have poor grammar. <laughs> Probably because I homeschooled in an island. An island called Tracy. <laughs> um, I like it when I brush my teeth a bit too hard and it bleeds a bit because when I spit it out, I pretend to be a boxer. <laughs> Having a tough fight with tooth decay. Uh, <laughs> stiff taps in your bathroom. 
You got stiff taps. Don't put the soap on your hands first. This guy knows what I mean. This guy knows what I mean. <laughs> Slippery. <laughs> um, I like to think what I do. What I do if I was a little dog for the day. Uh, what I do is I'd go to a toy shop, nestle in amongst all the cuddly toys, go really, really still, wait for a naughty boy who's run off from his mum to come along, and then just jump out and go, Toy Story, motherfucker! <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, hammocks. Like, does a hammock work on a boat? Like, I can't work it out, because does it cancel each other out? Or is it double this way? You know when an airplane's taken off? Like, I can't help, like, when I look at it, worrying about everyone inside, all nervous, because it's the takeoff. Something might go wrong in the takeoff. But don't worry, guys, you're going on holiday! (laughs) 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 Of all the household chores, I think my favourite is hoovering. I like to pretend I'm shaving a massive face. (laughs) Uh, Whenever my mum hears the name Justin Timberlake, she goes, Justin Timberlake from Barnsley. I don't know why. Skulls. We've all got a skull in our head. Uh, but skulls don't have noses. How do they smell? Like sorrow and death. Uh, Brad Pitt sternly believes in you are what you eat, which is why he eats handsome people. You can't argue with the results. Uh, Elijah Wood is made of porcelain. Um, uh, I like jigsaws. I like a jigsaw. I don't like it when I'm doing a jigsaw with somebody else, though, and they're taking it a bit too seriously. Like, uh, going as fast as they can, like, doing the sides, doing the corners, like, doing as much as they can. Ruining it a bit, uh, but you can go as fast as you want, because I'm putting in the last piece, because it's under my elbow. <laughs> uh, came to the end of a jigsaw, where there was two last pieces missing. And um, we'd both done the same thing, of, like, hiding that last piece. Both know we'd both done it, we weren't talking about it, it was tense. They remained silent, but both knew each other's game plan, but it was tense. Eventually, he broke the silence, he said... It looks like we are missing a piece. And yes, we are, Stalin. And that's how I started the Cold War. <laughs> Soz. Uh, <laughs> yeah, none of the chairs in here have got arms. <laughs> I like a good chair with arms. If your chair had an arm on it, like I'd get on it, tend it's a motorbike, you're in the sidecar, get out of here! <laughs> <laughs> but it hasn't, so we'll stay. Uh, <laughs> Oh yeah, it's funny Sean to say about Britain's Got Talent because they actually rang me up to try and get me on it, like uh, book a guy, and uh, obviously I said no because that's a silly thing to do. Um, but I did think like what I'd do if I went on, and like I think what I would do is you know when they ask you like so why do you want to be on Britain's Got Talent? I'd say oh I really really want to meet Deck, and they'd say what about Ant? Who? (laughs) 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 Oh my god, it's you! I'm pleased to meet you. Um, um, Yeah. (laughs) Spray tans. I think I know why some people think they are attractive. Because it looks like you've been in a bath of beans. And that is something you would do for charity. And that is kind. So spray tans look kind. They are attractive. Uh, I don't like hooped earrings because they just make me think, yank it! Uh, Those are some fashion tips. In that part of my comedy, I call the section Dave's Fashion Tip Boutique. (laughs) So, June, try maroon. (laughs) Coming up, some tips for zips. Uh, Um, 
got some. I've got some doctor doctor jokes. Yes. Um, <laughs> doctor doctor. Sometimes I feel invisible. Go 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 ghosts. <laughs> doctor doctor. Uh, I feel like a pair of curtains. Close, you're blind. <laughs> doctor, doctor, I feel like a pack of cards. Hit me! The doctor takes off his shirt. Hit me! <laughs> doctor, doctor, I feel like I'm turning into a cat. You're turning into a cat. <laughs> doctor, doctor jokes, there we go. <laughs> um, I've got a girlfriend. Yes! <laughs> uh, I won't go on about her too much uh, she's cracking uh, she makes me feel like a washing machine she makes my tummy spin mm. oh. yeah. um, <laughs> um, and she's, she says stuff which makes me laugh like uh, when have you ever seen a cartoon ostrich and it hasn't been wearing trainers <laughs> the Lion King um, <laughs> uh, but I was single for ages before that and um, do you ever do that thing where you sit on your own hand and wait for the blood to go out of it, and then it's dead, and then you pretend it's somebody else when you hold hands with it and watch the notebook. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm gonna have some of this because can. Dan off. <laughs> David on! <laughs> uh, am I right to out the bottle? Because oh, okay. I haven't got any money. So. <laughs> <laughs> that was a genuine that noise I made. Yeah, it's all right. Um, usually I go to the library after. You know, and you. No, um, <laughs> no one knows that because I only have a Steve Um You guys have been really cool. Uh, cooler than Robert Danny Jr. in a speedboat. Um, slurred that. Alright, I'm going to go. <laughs> Yeah, yeah uh, thank you very much for coming. Try to find the internet or something. I don't know, just do it. Um, <laughs> I'll see you later, crocodiles. Thank you very much. Bye. <laughs>